You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. We say hello to you here on a Tuesday in the capital city. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Jim and Trent on the Big Talker 1700. And, of course, we always have power pack programs lined up for you. And today is really no different. Um, look, this is going to be fun today, Trent, because I can't wait for John Bonencamp to come on because I know he's a huge uh, L.A. Dodger fan mm-hmm. and the Dodgers are trying to make a deal for Manny Machado with the Baltimore Orioles. So he's coming on a little later in the show. So I'm looking forward to that. And with the All-Star game tonight, Ian Castleberry on the show, what, about 440? Yep, Ian will stop by. We'll talk uh, All-Star game festivities with him, recap what we saw last night in that ridiculously fun home run derby, and a 420 we'll recap Big 12 Media Days with Derek Duke of Heartland College Sports all coming your way today, Jimmy B. But baseball certainly at the forefront of things, at least on the national level. And the Manny Machado news, it's been a, well, a long conversation, conversation piece throughout the year. Baltimore has been absolutely awful all season long. He's been playing shortstop. He's better defensively as a third baseman. But mm-hmm. here we are, Jimmy B. And would you call it imminent that the Dodgers are the favorite or do you still believe that there yeah. are, is maybe another team still working? Because I think this thing is done. I, I think it's completed. They just don't want to take some of the shine away from the All-Star game. And, and that's what usually happens when you get to something like this. During the break, if there is a trade, they like for it to, to wait until afterwards before it's announced. I'm with you on that, and that probably is the case, Trent. That's a very good point. I hadn't thought about it till you just referenced that. So that's an excellent uh, look at what probably is going down. There are some people out there who still believe the Philadelphia Phillies are still in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks have dropped out. Other teams have dropped out. So it was pretty much the Phillies and the Dodgers. But I think the Dodgers probably uh, is the team when it was referenced yesterday that the framework of a deal was done, but they did not uh, talk about for which team. So I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think it probably will be Los Angeles, and I think you're right. They're going to wait until after the All-Star game so that Manny Machado, while he's in the nation's capital, is just not inundated with every reporter in his face talking about going from the East Coast to the West Coast. That's what it would be, and he talked today. He was out there in front of the media talking a little bit, you know, about the possibility of a trade. He was saying all the right things, but yeah, I think yeah. the particulars on this one are over. So, Jimmy B., Big 12 football media days continue today. Of course, we heard from Matt Campbell yesterday. Uh, I brought that to you here on the program. Jim, uh, it wasn't Iowa State-centric today, but listen to Bill Snyder a little bit right before we took the air, uh, myself and Ken, earlier today at noon. And, uh, you know, just listening to Bill Snyder, Ken brought up a really good point. He asked me uh, right before we came on the air, who retires first, Jerry Pizzetti, the long-time coach up in Ankeny, or Bill Snyder? I I thought it was a a great question, and and frankly, I don't have any idea. I don't either. Now that, I mean, that's a great reference by Ken. Look, I I saw something that Bill Snyder said during his uh, presser where he said he's got like six great-grandchildren and he wants to coach them. So, <laughs> I mean, the guy, the, 
look, it's, it's not like he's in the greatest of health. He fought some cancer issues there, but apparently has beaten it. So great for him. And I, I guess, uh, Trent, I, I mean, who says you have to, you know, walk away? No, Nobody says that at age 65, when you can, or 66 or whatever it is now for Social Security, that you have to stop doing what you love. And if you're still good at it, and if you... If that fire still burns in your belly for it, I, I guess why why not, right? Yeah, I, I just don't see any time for either of those guys. Uh, no, I don't either. If yeah. they're enjoying it and they're doing the job, and certainly that's the case yeah. with both of those guys. If that is, uh, if they just keep going, keep going, and you know the Kansas State situation is a lot different. And we're talking high school football compared to big time college football, where the money is ridiculous and all those different things. And Bill Snyder. He wants his son to be the guy that takes over for him, and there's been a lot of pushback there. You know, when, when G, was it, G. Taylor went down there, the uh, former administrator at the University of Iowa, yep. made his way down. You know, that was a job, a good job. It's a Big 12 job. You're going from being you know second in command at a university to the top flight guy. Still, you're walking into that situation. You talk about having to handle something with kid gloves. That has to be an incredibly difficult spot. I would think so. I, I mean, look, that's – first off, we all know how difficult it is to win there mm-hmm. because yes. when Bill Snyder went away, they went right in the toilet. Yeah. And, and so, they had, so they had to ask him to come back. And now they can't get him out the door. <laughs> now he doesn't want to leave. So, and, and like I said before, I'm good with that. As long as he's producing at a high level, which he is. And didn't you tell me that you took a little bit of a flyer on K-State this year? You know, I did I've, you do that? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm going round and round, and okay. I don't like anybody in particular that I feel overly confident to be the team after Oklahoma. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised either if Oklahoma does take a small step back if they're instead of eleven and one or twelve and zero this season, they're more uh-huh. ten and two or even nine and three. I wouldn't be shocked by that by any means. You lose a guy like Baker Mayfield, I think some right, kind of comeback. Right. I don't know if it's imminent, but it feels like it can happen. But, Jim, I know West Virginia has kind of been the buzz team of the summer. That, that's the one that people gun, and the biggest reason is Will Greer. But I, I just I look at first their schedule. Their schedule I don't think sets up incredibly well for them. And, and you couple with a defense that bad, a defense that last year gave up 31.5 points per game. They were just mm-hmm. absolutely brutal, 446 yep. yards per game. And they lose six starters off of that defense. You know, three of their four defensive linemen are gone. It just, I, I can't believe that all of a sudden West Virginia is going to be 10 and 2. And that's more than likely what you're going to have to be 10 and 2, maybe 9 and 3 gets in there in the second spot. Texas, are, are we going too quick with Texas? I'm not enamored with them. I like them, I like the talent. And I certainly think Tom Herman's going to do a good job and get them back to the level that we've seen in the past. But too early, I look at their road games. Texas this year goes to Kansas State, to Oklahoma State. And, of course, the, the Red River shootout, the neutral site game uh-huh. against Oklahoma. I don't think that sets up well. They get USC coming to town. I don't love their schedule. You know, I, Kansas State is a team that I've identified. I haven't quite gone there yet. But another team that I wonder about, and I, I was listening to Mike Gundy a little bit today as well, is the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Are, 
Are we overlooking Oklahoma State just so, because of what they lost with Mason Rudolph and their great receiver with James Washington? You, you get these two guys that are at a position that everybody knows, the quarterback, a top-flight receiver, and because of that, we're, we're drawing a line through Oklahoma State too quickly. This is a team that's won double-digit games the last three years. I'm not putting them, like, in the dumpster. I'm not certainly doing that. I just think that when you lose a top-flight quarterback uh, like Mason Rudolph, that if there's not a an experienced guy waiting in the wings who played a lot, I just think you have to take a step back. I just can't see them to be a team that was – as explosive, explosive as they were offensively this past season with that combination. I, I just I, I can't see the next quarterback being Mason Rudolph. Sure. So from that standpoint, uh, I would have to think that they won't be as good. But, man, how can you, how can you not like Gundy and, and what he continues mm-hmm. to produce in – Stillwater, Oklahoma. You ever been to Stillwater? I have. Yes, it's uh, not a thing. It's of a freaking no. It's a spot in the road, and it's as flat as can be. There's nothing there except the school. Right. That's it. Yes, that's it. So from that standpoint, it's absolutely amazing to me what Gundy has been able to do since he's been the head coach there. And that's why I continue to say, look, I don't expect myself to pick Iowa State to be in the Big 12 championship game. I don't think I'm going to go that far. But for the Cyclone fans that want to make that and go with that as an argument that they have this year, what they did last year with the wins against Oklahoma and TCU, including the road game down in Norman, doing that in that fashion, the way that the schedule sets up for them. Early on, it's difficult, but it does ease up as the year goes on. If they can get, if they can just keep their head above water through the first half of the schedule, and after that road trip to Oklahoma State, you get West Virginia at home, then a bye game, Texas Tech at home, you go to Kansas, you put that in the W column, you get Baylor at home, you feel good about that, at Texas and Kansas State, the back half of the schedule sets up very well for them. It's more important, though, you got to keep your head above water. You can't fall back. You can't start off 1-2 and two in the Big 12. And that's going to be tough when your first three are Oklahoma at TCU at Oklahoma State. You're right. Absolutely. I mean, the, the schedule makers really did them no favors uh, with those first three games in conference play. You're correct. But they are a talented group and probably the most talent that they've had in a long, long time on, on this Iowa State team. And if they were going to be the surprise team, Trent, wouldn't they have to go at least 2-1 and one in those first yeah. three? Agreed? Yep, yep. I'm, okay. I'm with you there. And that's yeah. I mean, it's a tall order. We're talking about... Yes, to, I know. Yeah. To do that, I mean, you got to then well, split with the two teams you upset last year and then beat Oklahoma State on the road on top State. of it. Yeah. It's just... It's tough, but you get through that two and one. I mean, you're you're feeling great, and you oh yeah, you have a schedule that sets up incredibly well. And and the reason Iowa State's different, look, they've always had some dudes. They they've always had guys. They've had nice players, but the way mm-hmm. they look physically up front, the offensive line wasn't very good last year. The year before, in year number one, and Matt Campbell at the beginning of the season, they were atrocious. Oh. I mean, that that was oh, terrible. As ugly as you're going to find. But Tom Manning. 
he has my respect for what he did. Just making them okay by the end of the year in that first year. Yeah. Last year, there are some analytics that uh, talked about how bad they were a year ago and how incredible David Montgomery was getting the yards behind that line. But now we're talking about a very experienced group, a, a guy that group of guys that have kind of taken their lumps. They've, they've been beat up and battered for a while, but you bring back Meeker, Good Jones, Kniffle, Jewel, you hear a lot of good things. Newell inside at the center position. I mean, you're talking about a group, though, of those first three that I mentioned that have taken their lumps now, that have an opportunity to take another step forward. And with what you have at the skill positions, you become above average. Think of how much better that offense can be. Oh, I know. I know. If, if, if Look, if, if you get a little time for Kyle Kemp back there to be able to set his feet and not have to run for his life on every passing down when he drops back the throw, they're going to be a tough out. They really will. And I, I'm with you on that gauntlet of those first three games. And, look, that's why I can't wait for the Cyhawk game, just because I think that I think Iowa will beat Northern Illinois, even though Northern Illinois is really pretty good this year. Yes. And could and, and could give the Hawks a lot of trouble. I still think they'll win. I believe Iowa State will uh, knock off UNI. And that will set up both teams undefeated after one game. And if we get anything, Trent, like what we saw last year, this Cyhawk series then has gone to a whole new level. And both teams benefited greatly from that incredible game that we saw last year as well. And I mentioned the offensive line, but the reason Iowa State's different is what they have up front on the defensive side. That that, uh-huh. that is something we've seen nice players. We, we've seen a couple of guys up there, but not just what you have as the starters, but in terms of depth, where you can go seven, eight, nine deep along that defensive front and not really lose a step. That's something, certainly in my lifetime, that Iowa State has never had before, and I think that's a big difference with the Cyclone team and why I think they have a chance to be really good. We're going to get into that a whole lot more coming up on the other side. Derek Duke is going to join us from Heartland College Sports talking Big 12 Media Days. He was in Frisco. We'll get his thoughts and everything he found out today. Take a look back to yesterday, his thoughts on Iowa State as we roll through, taking you up until 6 o'clock here tonight. It's Jimmy B and TC presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. Sponsored by Account Temps. Demand for top talent is at an all-time high. Account Temps can help you find highly skilled temporary accounting and finance professionals who fit your needs and hit the ground running. Account Temps, a Robert Half Company. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. 
Wright Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Wright Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Paint like a pro, even if you're not one. Start with Lowe's and pick up the brands pros rely on, and pick up the know-how to get it done right. With a reputation on the line, pros know that brands like Purdy and Cabot deliver solid results. So if the go-to pro brands work for the big jobs, you can count on them to work for your projects. For the know-how, like choosing colors to taping and techniques, you can count on Lowe's for as little or as much help as you need. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Easter Seals Iowa Sunnyside Regatta is July the 19th at Easter Seals Iowa Camp Sunnyside, 401 Northeast 66th Street in Des Moines, beginning at 2.30. Businesses compete in paddle boat races for the Regatta Cup and bring cheering squads from their organizations to compete for the Sunnyside Spirit Award. Learn more about the event and sponsorship opportunities by going to easterseals.com backslash Iowa backslash get involved. The TNT football camp is back in central Iowa. Join myself, Tavian Banks. Tavian Banks on the second play from scrimmage. Inside the 20, forget about it. Touchdown, Iowa. Along with Tim Dwight. Superman rolls number six, and he plays for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Touchdown! July 27th and 28th at Valley High School for the TNT football camp. Players ages 7 through 14 will experience football fundamentals taught by the best high school coaches in the Midwest. Find more information at TNTCamps.com. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher's RareCoins.com. Summer is here and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication 
A job well done and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online, wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. Yeah. Uh huh. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Brinson singing, look out. What? Wouldn't you? You. You got to. If you don't go, you. You got. Oh man, great stuff. Great stuff. You're too much. Oh, probably. Probably Derek Duke. Probably he probably hung up on us after I just did that. He right? might have. If if I was on the line, I would have done the exact same thing. Let's see if we got Derek here with us, fighting through Brinson trying to sing. Derek, are you there? I am here. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, looking forward to our conversation here. Derek with Heartland College Sports, Pete Mundo, and his great staff doing a wonderful job covering Big 12 Media Days. And yesterday, Iowa State, obviously, the the spotlight team for us. Let's start right there and your thoughts from yesterday with the Cyclones, a team that was a big surprise a year ago, 7-5 and record in the regular season. They get the bowl win against Memphis, but the biggest thing was not that they were bowl eligible, but the wins that they took to get there, including the road victory against Oklahoma, the victory against TCU at home. This program feels like they're on the ascension here for us locally. How do you see it with the more broader Big 12 perspective? I could tell you right now that I personally have them about fifth in the conference. Uh, I think we did our averages, our preseason polls. We released our preseason all selections, as well as our picks 1 through 10 through the Big 12. And I actually, believe it or not, we had them at three. So I think mm. anywhere on our list, they range from about seven to two, depending on which, which one of us you ask. But personally, I had them at five. And here's my deal with, with Iowa State. Defensively, I think they're going to be outstanding. I think you guys know that. Uh, Jaquan mm-hmm. Bailey, Ray Lima, some guys we got to talk to yesterday. Uh, Marcel Spears, at linebacker. Brian Peavy. I think that defense is still going to be really good. Probably one of the best in the Big 12. Definitely in the top three or four, in my opinion. Uh, the only question marks I really have about Iowa State offensively, they, go, they obviously lose Alan Lazard, but they bring back a guy like David Montgomery, one of the best backs, in my opinion, the best back in the Big 12. Uh, offensive line still a little bit shaky, a lot, of, a lot of question marks still up front. Matt Campbell talked about that a little bit, but uh, mostly what it falls on to me is the offensive, uh, the limitations they have. Is Kyle Kemp ready to take it, take over as the full-time starter now? He got some great playing experience under his belt, played well uh, at times. Uh, but at the same time, are those, what, are the, what is the ceiling for that offense? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. You know what? I'm, I'm curious about the offense as well. And you referenced David Montgomery. Some pundits have even stated that if David Montgomery is stellar once again this upcoming season like he was last year, he might even play himself into being a first-round draft choice. Are you going that far or not that far? I will definitely go that far. I Personally, like I said, I think he's the best running back in the Big 12 uh, just all around, from whether it's catching balls out of the backfield, running the ball between the tackles on the outside. And what separates him to me is his toughness, his phys- physicalness, so to speak. I think uh, if you look at pro football focus, they had him breaking the most tackles last season as a running back as any other running back in the entire country. So that is a definite eye-popping stat when you look at it. And you look, you think about it, the Big 12 generally doesn't have that 
physical stereotype, so to speak. But then when you get a guy like Montgomery at running back, it's just, you know, it's breathtaking to watch. So we were talking a little bit earlier, right before you came on, Derek, about Iowa State and, and where they fit. You mentioned you guys have a wide swath between second and seventh at the Heartland College Sports. I think an argument can be made there at that top level, and, and there's still the backside, too, because it's one thing to be the hunter and going out there and pulling those upsets. Another thing, when people certainly are not going to be overlooking you and are going to be coming your way. As, as it pertains to that second spot, though, the team that'll play Oklahoma in the championship game, I think that's where everybody is. Who's the team that you like second? Oh boy, I'm sure I'm going to catch some flack for this one. Uh, I have been on. I'm going to go on the record saying right now, I have never once said Texas is back. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say they're they're exactly back right now, but I do personally. I do have them in that uh, number two slot, and I could probably bet all my money here that uh, I'm probably the only guy on our staff that has them that high. Uh, the potential is certainly there with all the talent that they have. Uh, just to kind of explain my my reasoning for this, defensively, yes, they do lose a couple key guys, but I still hold true here that Todd Orlando is the best defensive coordinator in the Big 12, one of the best in college football, if you ask me. Defensively, I think they're not going to skip a beat. I think they're going to be absolutely fine. They're going to be the best defense in the Big 12. The biggest question mark I have for them, much like Iowa State, is that quarterback spot. Not to mention that the offensive line last year was decimated with injuries. That had a lot to do with their struggles as well. Uh, Tim Beck was the offensive coordinator. Now they bring in another offensive coordinator with Herb Hand to kind of split duties. He's also going to coach up the offensive line, which if it stays healthy, it can be one of the better ones in the in the league, as well as running back uh, Cal transfer uh, Trey Watson at running back that they bring in, another key guy that they're going to need. Uh, but the biggest thing to me is going to be Sam Ellinger or Shane Bouchelle. I know everybody wants to make it out as a quarterback competition, but to me, Sam Ellinger is the guy. Uh, as long as he can eliminate those mistakes he made last year as a true freshman. And that's the thing. He got a ton, a ton of time playing as a true freshman, which should only help him heading into this season. But there's no question that he's got to eliminate some of those mistakes. And if he does, I, I would not be surprised if Texas found itself playing for a Big 12 title in December. All right. Now I'm really going to uh, put it on you right now, Derek, because you talked about Iowa State. And you talked about Texas. And the first words that came out of your yapper was defense. That defense is really going to help these two teams be successful. I get that. But are you telling me for the first time in a long time that people around the country are finally going to say, oh, yeah, they do play defense in the uh, Big 12? Or is that still going to be a misnomer? It's still gonna, it's still gonna get, you know, you know how it is. There's just this general idea that the Big 12 does not play offense. And here's my, here's my uh, thing on that. Defense, we, defense, this, yeah. This, yeah, defense, I'm sorry. The offenses in this league throw the ball so much. You don't see it anywhere else. The Pac-12 comes close to it, but if you look around the SEC, the Big 10, what do they like to do? They like to run the football, okay? That's just, that's just how it works. There aren't a ton of great quarterbacks across any other really conferences. The Big 12 usually from year in to year out, and I know maybe not this year, but it's usually very, very deep as far as the quarterbacks go, and especially in this league, you can only go as far as the quarterback usually takes you. But defensively, my thing is, at the end of the year, when we play these bowl games, and I know some people will say, if you're not playing for a title, it does not matter in these bowl games. Well, I think it truly does matter for these teams. All, all, everybody's trying to win. When you hit the field, you're trying to win the ball game. Go back and look at those defensive stats 
the Big Twelve is, is up there with about just about anybody in the in any other conference when it comes to those bowl games playing defense. You know, whether it's holding a team from their their average uh, scoring points, yards, passing yards, whatever it may be. When when push comes to shove, when we when they start playing those out of conference teams in those bowl games, I think they definitely prove prove themselves worthy. And just take a look at the bowl records. I mean, the Big Twelve set a winning bowl record for how many consecutive years now, and it's definitely one of the best in the in the Power Five. Talking right now with Derek Duke, Heartland College Sports, taking a look around the Big 12. And, and I want to get your thoughts on a couple of the, the coaches that talked today and the teams. couple of states, not Iowa State, but Kansas State and Oklahoma State. I've been digging through here. I've been talking about it here for the last couple of weeks. I don't feel solid with anybody in that second slot right now. I maybe am leaning towards the Wildcats. Last year, there were a little bit of that buzz to them. I fell trapped to that. But this year, a little bit under the radar. And Coach Bill Snyder brought two quarterbacks with him down there to Frisco. Could Kansas State another magical year under Snyder and company? Can you envision that? I mean, I don't see how you can. I mean, nothing really surprises me when it comes to Kansas State, especially with Bill Snyder. Here's the thing about Kansas State. You can, or even just the Big 12 in general, you could pick any team from two to seven, so to speak, and you could rotate them any way you want. You can put them in any order, and any, you could take a valid argument for that team at whatever spot you want to put it at. It's just kind of one of those years. It's very wide open. But no, as you just mentioned, Bill Snyder at second would not surprise me. Uh, offensively, uh, they have probably the best, maybe not the best considering Oklahoma's probably the best, but either the second second or third best offensive line across the board. They return all five starters up front. Uh, now they do lose a guy like Byron Pringle on the outside. Can somebody step up for him at receiver? But the good thing is they have Alex Barnes at running back, a guy that they can hand the ball off to, take some pressure off the quarterback. And you just mentioned, is it Skylar Thompson? Is it Alex Delton? We got a chance to talk to both of them today. Uh, both of them still remain very positive. Alex Delton's more of a runner, so to speak, while Skylar Thompson is a little bit more of a, a pocket passer, but he could kind of do some things as well. That's going to kind of be the biggest uh, thing for me. And defensively, last year, they were very, very inconsistent. Uh, they return a lot of guys in those secondary, but up front, they still have some question marks. But, no, I, overall, it wouldn't really surprise me to find them playing uh, in a Big 12 title game in December. How about Oklahoma State? Ten wins uh, yeah. the last three seasons. Overlooked uh, that Gundy mullet, by the way, looked beautiful on television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always looks good. I think we're just kind of used to it now. Uh, it's not a hot topic like it was two years ago, so you kind of just kind of go, go into and expecting. I think uh, the biggest thing with him was with the whole uh, the Mike Holder comments. His AD came out and said, you know, he didn't feel like they were recruiting as they should be. You know that the wins did uh, the wins didn't reflect the recruiting, so to speak. So he felt like they should recruit at a higher level. But when he was asked about it, he quickly uh, kind of shut that down. So. Uh, we were kind of hoping for that to be a hot topic here, but it was quickly shut down by him. But, no, I think Oklahoma State's one of those teams this year that is maybe a little bit underrated. I think I have them around five or six in my picks. Um, they have a guy like Justice Hill running back, phenomenal running back, all-conference running back. Uh, the receiving group, you know, they have guys like Jalen McCleskey, Dylan Stoner. Uh, even though they lost um, James Washington, Marcel Aitman, uh, who's going to step up to be that guy? I think it might be Tyron Johnson. Uh, nobody's really heard about him, but I think he could take that step forward this season. Uh, up front, they lose both of their tackle spots, which always concerns me in this conference because this is such a pass-heavy conference. Uh, but I really do think they're going to lean on Justice Hill a lot. Uh, right now, I think he mentioned uh, Mike mentioned that uh, Taylor Cornelius, uh, he's going to be a senior this year. 
he's going to be their guy, I think, heading into August. But that doesn't mean anything because once we get in the fall camp and the season starts, uh, it could be their uh, grad transfer, Drew Brown, true freshman Spencer Sanders, or as just mentioned, Taylor Cornelius. And defensively, Jim Knowles comes in. is going to install the 4-2-5 defense. What is that going to look like? Uh, last year in the secondary, they struggled quite a bit in that secondary. How can they improve that? So you can, that's the one thing about this conference. You cannot have a bad secondary or else it's going to really come back to bite you uh, when the season comes. Uh, I, I agree with you on that 100%. All right, take me to lowly Kansas. Um, will they Will they ever get better? Will Will somebody be able to resurrect the offense of Mark Mangino and get some good players to finally go there and or is it going to be one of those stories where they're going to be lousy for the next 20 years I'm not going to go out and say that they're going to be lousy for the next 20 years the thing is with that program uh, when we talked to David Beatty that was a program that was just so down uh, in scholarship numbers I think he said they had something like 30-something scholarships when he first got there in his first spring at Kansas, which is very, very less than ideal. That is like half a football team right there. Um, but I think it was either last year or earlier this uh, past year that they were able to get those scholarship numbers up to the capacity. That's going to be huge uh, depth-wise for them, especially late in the season. When you start getting guys hurt, you're not just throwing walk-ons in there. You're throwing actual scholarship guys that you picked out to go out there. I think the biggest thing for me right now is with him, uh, it took an unusual amount of JUCOs, and as we all know, Charlie Weiss did that uh, a couple years ago, and that's what really turned the Kansas program into what it is today. He took so many junior college guys who were only going to be there for a year or two when you should have those three- or four-year guys. Uh, that way you can kind of build them up. And So that's kind of been the biggest thing for me, uh, for David Beatty. He's kind of got those numbers up. Now, as far as the performance on the field, I think it speaks for itself. I think he's like, Three and 33 in his three seasons there at Kansas. Obviously, they want to do better. They brought in a new AD and Jeff Long. So it's not Jeff Long's guy anymore. So I think David Beatty's going to be on a pretty short leash. And then you could possibly see Jeff Long pick his guy next year. But even though, like I said, the performance on the field wasn't what it should be, David Beatty was able to build the program up to a respectable level uh, as far as scholarship numbers and that. So the next guy who comes in, will have more to work with than what Beatty did starting out. Derek Duke joining us, Heartland College Sports. Derek, great conversation. Really enjoyed it. Thanks for giving us some time. I know it's a busy one for you down in Frisco today. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. That's Derek Duke and uh, a great follow on Twitter as well. You can find him there talking Big 12 football. Jimmy B, here we go. Football season ever so closer. Can't wait. You know me. I get excited. We start to get into August, and I, our attention really starts to go to football with the NFL training camps. They're in full bloom, plus they're playing exhibition games. The college kids are on the field, and we try to gleam whatever we can from uh, Iowa, Iowa State, and UNI. It's always a struggle from that standpoint, but we try to do the best that we possibly can, Trent. Well, speaking of football, if you got a youngster ages 7 through 14, we got something for you right here today. It's the Tavian Banks and Tim Dwight football camp. It's happening July 26th and 27th over at Valley High School. And right now, we're giving away 
a free spot for your 7 through 14-year-old. Give us a call right now, 515-264-1700, and your youngster will be going at no cost to the TNT football camp. Tim Dwight, Tavian Bank, coaches from across the Midwest, will be there providing instruction for you, and you can get your young guy in there for free. The TNT football camp dials up right now, 264-1700, and we'll get you hooked up with that. We're coming back on the other side, talking baseball with Ian Castleberry. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Tonight's forecast, partly cloudy, mild and dry, a low near 67. Partly sunny, warm, and mainly dry Wednesday, a high of 85. Rain chances go up by Wednesday night and Thursday. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by Jersey Mike Subs. The sub above difference is daily. Not shredded last night or baked yesterday afternoon. Good ingredients prepped fresh every day. Because that's what daily means. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kid's smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kidda makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. You can't print invoices without ink. You can't print status reports, spreadsheets, or that report due in 12 minutes without ink. No, you can't print anything without ink. Luckily, Staples has a huge selection of ink and toner in stock and at great prices every day. This week only, buy one HP ink at Staples and get a second 30% off. So stock up now because you can't afford to run out of ink. And Saturday, 721-18. See store associate or staples.com for details. Restrictions may apply. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. For one more beer for me, exile needs quality, so savagely. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back in. Jimmy B and TC continues on all the way till 6 o'clock tonight as we're efforting Ian Castleberry. A little talk on Major League Baseball and the impending possible trade of Manny Machado. We'll get into that with him and the All-Star Game tonight, Jimmy B. And we got our winner as the phone lines lit up for the TNT football camp. Jake Wenzel and his son Jaden will be making his way to Valley High School coming up Friday and Saturday of next week for the TNT football camp. And Jim, we're going to be giving these away each and every day, both here during our program and also earlier uh, during the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon. So keep listening every day. We'll be giving away these passes. Should be pretty cool. Uh, listen, this is a, a great a great opportunity uh, for some some kids to really uh, have an opportunity to learn and and learn from some terrific players. And from that standpoint, uh, I'm glad that the phone lines just blew up <laughs> because it is it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun and it's and it's something that you know the the youngsters remember uh, their entire life as well Trent yeah no doubt it, it's a really cool event if you don't win one of our free spots here you can go find out more information tntcamps.com for the Tavian Banks and Tim Dwight All-Star Football Camp well it, it'll be a memory i know for a lot of national fans what happened last night in the Home Run Derby, here to talk about that, the All-Star Game, and more, our old friend Ian Castleberry, who joins us here today. Ian, what's going on? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys? 
Ah, everything's good here in Iowa. And, well, Home Run Derby, I know there are a lot of perspectives out there. A lot of people don't like it. Old curmudgeons get angry about it, whatever it may be. Last night, theater, I thought it was absolutely incredible. And and a stroke of genius, I think, a few years back when they, they moved and they decided, you know what? Let's let's put a timing element to this too. A uh, buzzer beater home run. Anything better than that? Oh, absolutely not. No, this, this is one of the best things Major League Baseball has done, as you pointed out, over the past couple of years. For all the rules changes they've made, uh, they, they've really helped make the the uh, home run derby a, a made for TV event, but also exciting for the fans in the stadium. You know, it's not just a batting practice exercise where guys can take pitches over and over until they get the one they like and you might get the you know the, the gargantuan home run uh, hit to a part of the ballpark that you're not accustomed to seeing but this makes it more like an actual game like a contest like you said the timed element the clock uh the way it went in the final round uh you know with uh, bryce harper behind by uh eight home runs uh, behind kyle schwerber and they, he had what a minute and a half maybe even less uh, to hit nine home runs, and he did. He hit nine consecutive home runs uh, to win the home run derby. I mean, that's just a level of excitement uh, that this event didn't have before and uh, really did make worth watching, I think. Uh, Ian, did it bother you at all? Because some people have come out and said, well, Harper fudged on the rules a little bit. Do we really care? I, you know, I didn't realize that was a rule until this morning. Uh, supposedly, <laughs> what, what is it that, that you have to let the, the ball hit the ground uh, before yes. you take your next swing? Uh, I don't think anybody was really paying attention to that unless you're a Cubs fan. Uh, I think it, in some <laughs> ways that made what Harper did even more impressive. He was just swinging, yeah. uh, swinging faster. You know, his father, the batting practice pitcher for him, uh, you know, just uh, keeps serving it up to him, and he kept cranking out those home runs. I think it made it even more impressive. Uh, yeah, he was just in a groove, and the pitches were perfect. It was it was great theater last night. But uh, from there we go to tonight in the best all-star game, certainly in pro sports, and it's not even close, is what we're going to see this evening because it's as, as close as we're going to get to an actual game. You don't get that in football at the Pro Bowl. Certainly don't get that in the NHL or the NBA. You do get it here tonight. What are you looking forward to seeing this evening, Ian? Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how... Uh... Uh, the Nationals uh, that are on the All-Star team perform. You know, Bryce Harper, I think we, we, we can safely say he actually doesn't deserve to be an All-Star starter, but uh, the fact that the game's in Washington, D.C., he's the face of the Nationals. Uh, how is the crowd uh, going to react to him? You know, it was a great moment for him to win the home run derby last night. You really see, uh, uh, you know, the bond that he has uh, with the Nationals fans. And I, I heard from several Nationals fans, Last night and this morning, you know, if he leaves uh, after the season, you know, at least we had this moment. So, you know, the Nationals, they are not in a good position to make the postseason right now. So this might be Bryce Harper's uh, signature moment uh, in a Nationals uniform. Unfortunately, it's in an All-Star game uh, if it turns out that way. But between that and Max Scherzer being uh, the starter uh, for the National League in the All-Star game, I think uh, this really could be, uh, the Nationals' night uh, to shine. Uh, what do you think now about all the Manny Machado uh, talk, Ian? Uh, look, we've Trent and I, when we opened the show, we felt that a deal is, and this was Trent's opinion on it, and I liked it. 
that a deal's probably already in place with the Dodgers. They just don't want to announce it to take it away from the All-Star game. They'll wait till tomorrow. Are you in that neighborhood, or do you still think the Philadelphia Phillies, the other team that was trying to uh, acquire Machado, is still in the hunt? Yeah, everything I, I understand uh, from people I've talked to is just what Trent said. I think a deal isn't Dodger in place with the Dodgers. The structures are already taken care of. Uh, the Dodgers, you know, agreed to give up uh, one of their top five prospects, uh, a Cuban outfielder, uh, Yusniel Diaz, a 21-year-old who's uh, in uh, a double A right now. Uh, and I think the Dodgers may have been a little more willing uh, to make this deal for a rental. Uh, I don't think the Dodgers uh, expect to sign Manny Machado uh, after the season. Uh, they just need him for now while Corey Seager's out uh, injured for the rest of the season. He can play shortstop. Uh, Justin Turner's at third base uh, when he's healthy. Uh, if not, Max Muncie, who's had a spectacular first half of the season, uh, he can play uh, there at third base. I-, I think he's a better fit, maybe even more important for the Phillies, but uh, the Phillies are in first place. Uh, Manny Machado could be the difference between uh, them uh, uh, finishing in a wild card spot or beating uh, the Braves uh, for the NL East. But I think if you're the Phillies, you're looking to sign Manny Machado long term, and maybe you don't want to give up uh, a top five prospect, maybe even two top five prospects, for a player that you intend to go after uh, as a free agent in the offseason. You know, we, we've talked a lot here, Ian, about a couple of guys, Cole Hamels, just because of the name recognition, a longtime great pitcher that's out there. Jay Happ has been talked about a lot, also as a starting pitcher available. But there's one guy I was reading a little bit about from your team, the Detroit Tigers, that's getting a little bit of buzz, and that's Jordan Zimmerman. What is Jordan Zimmerman? What, what can he be if he is traded to a contender? Uh, he can be a reliable, I think, uh, depending on the team, a number two, a number three starter. He's very durable. He's not going to uh, a guy who's going to you know uh, blow away uh, uh, the side of the order uh, on nine or ten pitches. Uh, he, he does have uh, a good fastball uh, in the uh, in the low nineties, but he's more of a, a control pitcher. He hasn't been as good with the Tigers as he was uh, at his peak. Uh, with the Nationals, but, you know, maybe in a pennant race, the thought is, you know, he could uh, uh, pitch well and be a veteran anchor uh, and provide some innings, perhaps most importantly, you know, for a team that maybe uh, needs to rest some guys. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman can uh, pitch a lot of innings, and he's durable. Uh, Another pitcher the Tigers have uh, that I think they would prefer to trade if the right deal came along is Michael Fulmer. He's very young, a former AL Rookie of the Year. Uh, he's under club control for another five years. So that, that I think if Detroit could make a blockbuster deal to, and trade Michael Fulmer, I think they would prefer to do that. But maybe that's something uh, they would do uh, in the offseason. So for now, uh, a veteran uh, like Jordan Zimmerman, especially if the Tigers are willing to eat uh, some of the remainder of his contract, I, I think that's a more likely deal to get done. Do you see um, a flurry of trades that take place before the deadline? Uh, Like Cubs, uh, Twins, although they seem to be out of it now. Milwaukee, uh, the Cardinals. uh, How do you see some of these deals going down? And do you think there'll be ten of them? Or will it be three or four and that's it? 
I think you're going to have more than three or four. I think also like last year, I think you are going to have some deals that happen toward the waiver trade deadline uh, in August, you know, like when uh, the Astros picked up Justin Verlander from the Tigers. Uh, but I think you are going to have a, a, a pretty active trade deadline here, especially you know, things are so close in the National League. Uh, it, these teams are all kind of going after the same names uh, for the Cubs. You know, uh, they could use some bullpen help. They could always use some bullpen help. I think uh, the Nationals getting Kelvin Herrera uh, kind of hurts uh, the Cubs, uh, but they could still go after uh, a Zach Britton, a Brad Hand from the Padres if they're willing to uh, make that sort of deal. Uh, Trent mentioned J.A. Happ. Uh, I think that's a guy the Cubs uh, really might go after. Uh, they need a starting pitcher. And I do wonder with uh, this uh, ultimatum that Jacob DeGrom's agent gave the Mets, trade him or sign him to a, a long-term deal, Jacob DeGrom's never going to have more value than he has now. A 1-6 ERA, uh, which leads the majors. He's still under club control uh, for two more seasons. He can't be a free agent until after the 2020 season. So any team that trades for him would get two full seasons of an ace-level starter. And, you know, somebody like that, that could decide the NL Central. That could decide uh, uh, the NL East. Good stuff. Ian, enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Ian Castleberry. Follow him on Twitter at Ian Cast, talking Major League Baseball. One hour in the books. We got one more to go. John Bonacamp will be here as well as we take you up until 6 o'clock. It's Jimmy B and TC. Talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. 
industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repairs, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Sponsored by KFC. This summer, get a KFC Extra Crispy $20 fill-up. Meal includes eight pieces of Extra Crispy Chicken plus all the fixins. This offer is not everywhere and not forever. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kitta smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roofing. 